Welcome to the E-Commerce Profits Podcast, a podcast that aims to uncover how the most successful e-commerce experts, dropshippers, and sales funnel gurus built up their e-commerce empires. One single e-commerce product can take somebody from zero to hero. It just takes one winner. In this podcast, we'll show you how other e-commerce entrepreneurs just like you are generating six and seven figures per year online with their e-commerce business. If you'd like to join our free Facebook community where you can see exclusive members-only content, join the e-commerce profits Facebook group. For a done-for-you e-commerce subscription system, go visit thestephengoldman.com. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Stephen Goldman e-commerce profits podcast. This is your host of the day, Casper. Today I want to introduce you to Tion Brown. From what we have seen from him online, uh, I think he sells e-commerce uh, at high-ticket items. So right. I'm going to ask him all about it. So yeah, Tio, can you maybe introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, uh, I'm Theo Brown. Um, I've been doing e-commerce for a little while. <laughs> I'll tell you the full story shortly. And um, yeah, currently selling uh, high-ticket items, um, and I own. I'm overseeing four stores right now. Okay. Wow. Can you tell so, me a bit more about that? Yeah. So let me tell you actually my, my full e-commerce story because mm -hmm. my story is kind of one of perseverance and um, messing up a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious. So, yeah. So um, I first heard about drop shipping in general back in 2014. A friend of mine, um, he sent me a link to a company called DS Domination. I'm not even sure if DS Domination is around anymore. But um, basically, DS Domination, what they were doing was teaching people how to do eBay dropshipping. So this was a, a format where you would create an eBay store, and then you would literally copy and paste from Amazon or from Overstock or something, and uh, just relist it at any price you wanted to on eBay. Okay. Uh, and so I did that. Um, uh, I learned about it in 2014. I didn't start doing it until 2015. And I made about 1600 bucks in profit that year <laughs> doing okay. it that way. Um, so that was like your first it, experience with... That was my first experience with it, yeah. And I was, I was really like... I, I just kind of became obsessed with it because I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is like... There's, there's no ceiling. You can just kind of do what you want. Yeah. And all my research, I met a guy who was making about 10 grand a month from doing the eBay format. And, um, and so he told me, he was like, yeah, man, just list, list a ton, a ton of items, get like a thousand items up and, and you'll start making a lot of money. And, um, in, in the program that DS domination was, was doing, they, they suggested after you make an eBay account, make an account with a company called Bonanza. And I'm not even sure if people know what Bonanza is, but Bonanza is another eBay or uh, Amazon type of um, location where people can buy stuff. And Bonanza gives you the ability to just, even with, they're even linked with Shopify now. You can um, connect your eBay account or your or Shopify account to Bonanza and easily upload your items with a click of a button to Bonanza and you have another place to sell. Wow, that sounds um, easy. <laughs> it is pretty easy. So, and, and so at the beginning of 2016, I, I did that and I was like, all right, cool. So now I am selling on two different places. And then 
it was like towards the end of 2015, 2016 that I started to hear about dropship lifestyle. And, um, I started to see all these advertisements for it and, and looked into it and I was like, so I basically got the gist of it at that time. And I was like, okay, so they're making a custom website for this. So I was like, cool, let me figure out a way to <laughs> cheat the system basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, do that. So, um, Bonanza happened to have a way to create kind of your own website, like an actual website fun, uh, like funneled through Bonanza. So I did that and, um, <laughs> I did that and I was basically, the problem was I had like 900 items on my store and all of them were upselling the actual retailer. And Bonanza, when they when you sell on Bonanza, they put you on Google Shopping. So the problem with this was I was upselling overstock items, which overstock has the relationship with the manufacturer, and I was upselling the retailer. So it kind of doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the time, in 2016, I didn't know that. So, and I was also trying to, you know, kind of cheat the system and make my own way, which is not how that works. So that said, um, I did make a total of four grand from drop shipping that way in 2016, and then um, I continued to do do some of it that way in 2017, and then um, I said, screw it, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna just sign up for Shopify and make my own actual store. So I did that. And, um, but again, I was like still trying to kind of cheat my way through, but I, after I make my, made my Shopify store, I met a guy here in Minnesota who was doing, um, China drop shipping where he would create a Shopify store, go to AliExpress or Alibaba, copy and paste those items over to the Shopify store. And he made, um, at the time that I met him, he made about 600 grand in about four months doing, doing that. And, uh, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to learn how to market on Facebook and, and do kind of a similar thing. So I did that. And then, um, I, I made the Shopify store and put over the items I was selling on eBay and on Bonanza, put them to this Shopify store. And, uh, I started getting flagged with, um, messages from manufacturers saying, Hey, you're not authorized to sell this. So I had to take down a bunch of items and, um, so then at the end of 2017, I just kind of bit the bullet and took, um, took a couple courses from a couple friends of mine that I met, became friends with over, over the time who were in dropship lifestyle and learned how to correctly, uh, dropship. So at the beginning of 2018, um, I relaunched my Shopify store and I grabbed eight suppliers, which which was really fast. I grabbed eight suppliers in about, about a month, which was crazy. And, um, at the beginning of 2018, I started drop shipping correctly and uh, I was probably averaging about 1200, 900 to 1200 a month with that. And then, um, and then after that in August, this past August, I sold that store. And, uh, now, uh, this past fall, I started a new LLC and uh, my business partner and I, we own uh, four stores and um, going from there. Okay, wow. That's yeah, a big so story. My, story <laughs> my story is, obviously, I'm giving you the sugar-coated version of it. It was a lot more, 
tumultuous than that. Uh, I did a lot of research, but basically since 2015 through now, um, I've been, you know, I've been through a lot of ups and downs with e-commerce, Yeah. but now, now I'm on a steady path and doing it the right way. Okay. Wow. That sounds cool, man. And so besides this whole, you know, e-commerce thing, um, are you also doing like other things in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in, in general, um, I'm a full-time musician and a full-time um, actor. Wow. And uh, so um, I've been doing music my whole life. Both of my parents are musicians. And um, I went to school for music down in New Orleans um, and graduated with a degree in classical voice. I also play a lot of percussion. I play a lot of uh, um, keyboards. So um, over the past five years, um, I've been in several bands. Currently, I'm in a company that owns two bands. Both groups travel the country. One of them is an acapella group. Um, I sing baritone and beatbox in that group. And then the other group in, within that company um, uh, is a big band, kind of like a Frank Sinatra type show. And I'm the pianist for that. So um, it's a good paying job. And, you know, I travel the country a lot. And I'm able to run my e-commerce, obviously, online. I don't have yeah. to have an office. <laughs> And then uh, I appear in commercials uh, a lot, too. I've done uh, Michelob Golden Light commercials and Best Buy, Target, stuff like that. So um, that's that's my normal job. Um, I've, I've never had a nine-to-five, so to speak. Um, everything I've done is either independent contracting or entrepreneurial. Wow. So, yep. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be very jealous of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can you tell me a bit more about the relationship between your music career and your e-commerce career? Yeah. So the things I've learned from uh, the friends of mine that have taught me and showed me how to dropship correctly, those things are marketing skills. Mm -hmm. And um, about f four years ago, I started I started a marketing company which does experiential marketing and. Um, so how I slid into that was about seven years ago when I was doing a lot of commercials, um, a lot of the actors I was working with, they would work as a brand ambassador and brand ambassador means you would, you know, let's say you're working for Nike, you're subcontracted by Nike to work in the, uh, in the event at a mall where you're handing out t-shirts for $25 an hour for six hours for a few days. Yeah. Got it. Um, and so I, when I started doing that a few years ago, I decided, hey, I, sh I should start my own marketing company that hires those people. <clears throat> so I started Dream Team Marketing. And um, and so I got really interested in marketing, which is probably why e-commerce uh, means a lot to me because it's it's digital marketing. Yeah. So all the skills I've learned from digital marketing goes right back to my music. Um, so I have... Uh, aside from being a working musician, I also have music of my own. I have two albums and a book of poetry and a YouTube channel that I run of my music. So the skills that I've learned from digital marketing from e-commerce uh, have kind of really benefited my music a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm able to reach the masses via uh, Facebook ads or some Google ads that I need to do uh, for my music. Um, and I know exactly how to market myself as a musician um, when necessary. Yeah, so it actually, it sounds for me like uh, skills you acquired by like uh, being interested in online marketing have yep. also been very valuable for you in your mu music career. Exactly. And you sound for me like a very, very creative guy. 
is it also that you think that because of yeah you know like your music and your acting career that you're you know creative person do you also see that back in your e-commerce businesses absolutely yes um it's funny because my, my business partner and i he and i are are creating um our own app as well now so um mm. So the, the creative process, the creative juices are, are, are flowing. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it's kind of cool to, you know, as a musician, I get to write my own music, but I now I'm like applying it to other, create, applying that creativity in other areas. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Okay, wow. So yeah, let, let's get back to 2015. So that's when you started with uh, your eBay business. Yes. Um, and then if, if I remember correctly, in 2017, there was like a turning point. You talk with someone that did like uh, e-commerce with from China, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. And can you tell me a bit about like what what changed in your mindset? Like, what what when was the I turning point? When I met with him, uh, and at the at the time he was he was starting his own um, his own business where he was starting to teach e-commerce, and um, I, I I met with him the week he was kind of getting everything together to to launch. And his mindset really rubbed off on me. He was just very—he's very entrepreneurial, very much a go-getter, and um, and I just kind of uh, liked his his ruthless approach to e-commerce. He was just relentless in mm-hmm. the way that he wanted to gobble up information. So, and and that was kind of the way I look at e-commerce too. I'm like, I'm when I get when I get into a workflow. I'm very persistent at you know uh, learning the information, but he was even more so than than me. So um, I kind of ad- adapted that and um, kind of went for it. Um, my, my my problem is I always want to do things my way, and my way is not always the right way to do things. <laughs> yeah, I try to make up. So you know, now that I'm over the past year, been following the formula. Um, you know, I've been more successful. So, but yeah, 2017 was definitely a, a turning point, and I got to learn. Um, how to do Facebook marketing and um, tricks of the trade of of that. And, um, you know, I tried to talk the guy that I learned the China dropshipping from. I tried to talk him into doing high ticket. Yeah. Um, he, he was more interested in, in doing the small ticket China dropshipping uh, way of things. And, and that's fine. That, that was his cup of tea. Okay. And can you tell me a bit more about what you think is a, the successful e-commerce formula? Like what worked for you and what would you advise other people to, to start out with? Um, I would highly suggest and highly advise anyone who's looking to do dropshipping to um, the formula. And for me is number one, create your own LLC. Number two, um, don't just make one store, make multiple stores. Um, of course, create them one at a time. Um, because the ultimate plan with e-commerce is not to necessarily hold on to the stores you create, but you want to sell them because you, you'll make more money. And then two, um, under that LLC, you know, as you create your stores, um, you want to you want to create um, relationships with manufacturers in the country that you're in, um, unless you have some ability to. To, to ship across the world. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in Minnesota, I'm in America. So I always partner with American suppliers mm-hmm. and I do my marketing in the continental U S. Um, it's, it's just easier that way. Um, and, uh, make sure you, you know, create a strong relationship with your suppliers, uh, because then at that point you're an authorized 
seller and you're a real retailer um, as opposed to someone who's just <laughs> like I was doing with eBay, just upselling the retailer. Or <laughs> yeah. Can, can you yeah. <laughs> tell me a bit more about that? Like what, what are the advantages of going to, yeah, going to that uh, approach? Yeah, the, the advantages to, to you know having a relationship with the real manufacturer is you're you're going to have um, your customers are going to have faith in what you're doing. You know, you can post on your website that you're an authorized dealer, um, that your everything is safe and secure, and your customers are going to have faith that that you, as the e-commerce reseller, um, that they're buying from a, a real store and not just somebody who's trying to you know make a quick buck off of their off of the customer's money and um, another thing is so it's all about trust it's all about trust it's okay. all about making the customer no. trust you and you being legit yeah and on top of that the the manufacturer will you want to have a, a good relationship with them and they'll ship uh, the item out quickly to the customer because at the end of the day a happy customer is a happy uh happy manufacturer and happy retailer okay gotcha so yeah, so you you would advise them first to you know seek out two suppliers, um, yep. and build multiple stores. And like once they've done that, like what what would you be like? Okay, now now you have to do this and this. Um, you got to learn your marketing at that point. Um, after your, after you have your store set up and and looking pretty, and you have suppliers on board, and you uploaded those items to the store, um, you know learn your Google ads. Learn Facebook um, marketing and how to do those ads and run those ads correctly within your budget, and um, and watch the dollars roll in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my biggest thing though is uh, customer service and email marketing. I'm very big on if if I get a customer sign up signing up for an email list, I email them as soon as I can, um, and uh, you know chatting with them. Have 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 the ability to chat on your website so you can chat with your customers so that they if they have questions or if even if you want to have a phone number for your store do that as well because um, customer service I think is is a really good way to build trust yeah. uh, with your customers and is that like is that why you why you focus so much on on customer service is it also to improve the trust um, I think it's to improve the trust. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. But the other part of it is you want to have a good reputation online. Um, and so, if your if if your reviews are wow, really fast customer service, and somebody reads that and they're thinking about buying from your store, they're most likely going to go to uh, your store if the review says yeah, customer service was fast, it was quick. They emailed me back right away. You yeah. know, so okay. yeah. And do you think it also has something to do with, let's suppose someone buys something from your store and uh, the service was good, everything was good. Do you think it will also improve the chance of recurring income so that they will buy again from you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And that's why people like to shop on Amazon because everything is so quick. Yeah. And so, so cause since it is so fast, they're like, well, I'm going back there, buy it again. So, um, you know, you you want to kind of emulate that that mindset on your on your e-commerce store. Yeah. So let me see if I understand you correctly. So you're saying uh, learn your marketing, learn your Facebook ads and your Google ads. Yep. Um, and you're saying like once you acquired customers or you got them subscribed to your email list, 
um, they need to have a very good and positive experience with, with your store or brand, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, so, like, how important do you think it is for people to learn themselves how to do, like, Facebook marketing and Google marketing? Like, how far do you have to go for that? Um, I, I, you know, that I'm, um, I'm somebody who's, who likes to, to be an entrepreneur and, to, and push myself as far as I can with, with something. So, you know, I, I would say learn as much of it as you, as your time allows <laughs> and go as far with it as you can. You know, um, there's always stuff to learn with either Google marketing or Facebook marketing. There's always tricks of the trade and always things to learn. So, um, if that's a matter of spending your money to, to learn, to take a course, or if that's, um, asking questions to someone, you know, already has the yeah. knowledge, um, and taking the time to learn it and apply it, then do it as long as your time allows it. Okay, great, great. So, uh, yeah, you were saying that uh, you're doing mostly high ticket e-commerce, right? Yep, correct. Okay. Yep. And can you tell me a bit about why did you start with high ticket e-commerce and not like most people do with like low ticket e-commerce? Um, when I was talking with my guy, my friend in 2017, when he, you know, after a few months of him getting started with his store, he was telling me he was getting like 200 to 300 orders a day. And I was like, now granted, he made a good system where he had uh, a virtual assistant kind of helping, helping him out. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I just, no, I, I didn't want to deal with 200, 300 orders a day. That's a lot. Um, I would rather make that money that same amount of money per month by having 10, 10 orders, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more easy to manage. It kind of helps you understand the business a little bit better. Um, and, uh, it's kind of nicer also to see a, a larger chunk of change come in than 20 bucks here, 30 bucks here, 50 bucks here, yeah. you know? So, um, it, uh, part of, honestly, to answer your question, part of it's just, it's more aesthetically pleasing to see, you know, 2,500 roll into the bank account. <laughs> yeah. So that's part of it, honestly. And then the other part of it is it's easier to manage when you have high ticket. Yeah. Okay. And like, what, what kind of products are we talking about for high ticket e-commerce? Like, can, can you give me some examples? Um, you know, it, you, you can look around your, your home and you can find anything. I mean, like refrigerators, uh, what about basketball hoops? Uh, you know, fences you know stuff like look around your office look around your house look you know kind of look around and you kind of see stuff that you know it's like oh this is 300 bucks or this is 1500 dollars or something something along those lines and you'll be able to kind of figure out what's going to work best for you yeah and i i can imagine that you will that you have to spend more on advertising to make a sale right and is no, not necessarily. No, and that's part of that's part of what you need to learn uh, when you do your Google ads and your and your Facebook ads is you're not necessarily spending more money for something that's high ticket okay. if you're doing it correctly. Yeah, because like if I'm thinking about, for example, like you selling a refrigerator, I would think that you're competing with like pretty big, uh, pretty big like web stores, right? That's true. You probably you probably are. Um, but there are, there, there are, there are, um, click funnels that you can learn in Google, uh, Google ads that, um, could probably save you some money and hopefully over time, uh, you can 
kind of crush the competition. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Sounds cool, man. And and you you were also talking about that uh, you you don't want to have just one store. You want to buy yeah, or you want to create multiple stores. So a lot of people when they start out with e-commerce is one of the first things that they will have to think about is like okay do I want to have like a like a general store or do I more want to have like a niche store like what would you advise mm -hmm. people to do Um you know the the traditional way is having a niche store um but I you know the the store that I sold um was actually kind of a general store um, the, the, the store I sold back in August, um, yeah, that was, I mean, that was a general store had multiple different types of items on there with, in different markets. Um, so if you're going to do a general store, just, you know, make sure, make sure to do it right. So it's not all over the place. Um, but I think either way can work. Um, if you're going to do kind of a more niche niche store, be sure to pick a niche that's, um, that is going to not burn your marketing budget. <laughs> um, so do some research in that and make sure that you, you pick something that's going to um, be profitable um, in the short term and, you know, medium to long term so that you're not um, getting any sales. <laughs> yeah. And how do you think it is with like the trust differences for customers between like a, a more general store or like a niche store. Do you think there's like a difference between that? Uh, honestly, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think so. I think it's just, the, and it's the way that you, it's a matter of how you build your store, how you make your store function and look, um, and, um, making sure that you have your partnerships with your suppliers correctly. Um, yeah, I, I don't think as long as it, it just kind of depends on the e-commerce individual as long as they make their store look a certain way um, then I think they're good to go okay cool and you you, you were saying like um, yeah that you actually advise people to you know just build a store and then after a while that you want to sell the store because you make more money with that right yeah you know I think a lot of people's you know a lot of people sign up and do e-commerce when they're first getting started and they don't necessarily have an end goal or they have, they don't necessarily have goals in mind, um, other than maybe making a certain amount of money per month from it. But, um, you mean a bit, maybe like an exit plan or yeah, an, an exit plan possibly. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think, you know, it, it's a, it is a good thing to have in mind that you can, you do have the option to possibly sell your store, um, you know, after having it for several months to a year or something like that. Okay, yeah, gotcha. And is that also like a strategy that you're pursuing yourself so that you're like creating stores and then, you know, um, just gaining from the profit every month and then after a while that you sell the store for like a large sum? Yep, that, that is one of uh, my business partner and I, um, one of our business plans is that, yes. Okay, and how, like how many stores are you then like operating at this moment? Currently four. Okay, yeah. And, and is it that like you and your partner do most of the work or do you have also like maybe uh, people employed? Um, it is just my partner and I at this time. And then we have one virtual assistant that helps us um, with uploading uh, products. If it's, you know, if it's a ton of products and we don't have time to do it, then we'll have, we'll shoot it over to him. Okay. 
All right, cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've been myself. I've been a couple times on the, the website flippa.com. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm wondering. Let's suppose that someone has like a store and it generated over a hundred k in revenue. Like, where would you find a buyer for your store? Like, how do you do that? Can you tell me a bit more about that process? <coughs> yeah, um, flippa.com, Empire Flippers. Those are really good resources uh, for selling your store. Um, and then, you know, if you belong to a Facebook group that's dedicated to e-commerce, um, I think posting it there can help as well. But yeah, those three locations, flippa.com, empire flippers. And then uh, if you have a, you know, if the Facebook group is strong enough and has good people in it, then I think that could also help as well getting the word out. Yeah. Because like, how long do you think it, it, it takes in general, or maybe even better to ask it like this, how long did it took for your store to be sold? Uh, just under a month. Okay. Wow. That's quick. Yep. Okay, cool. And yeah, now we've, we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, selling your store. Uh, I can imagine that there are also people that, you know, they, they, they find out about drop shipping, but they're not quite sure how they should set up this whole store. Uh, I can imagine that some people are just thinking of, you know, buying a store. Is that also something you would advise people or maybe what's um, your opinion about yeah. that? As long as you have the ability to do so, <laughs> um, there's, um, but if you're going to buy a store, that means you are already advanced in understanding how it runs. Um, you know, don't buy a property that already has really, really good, um, marketing that already had good marketing behind it and good customer service. And then you purchase it and then you don't follow up with the same, um, uh, energy or, or, or better energy. Um, so make sure that you, know your know how to advertise it correctly and know how to um do customer service and such like that so that it keeps the ball rolling if you're if you're going to buy a store yeah so you're just you're sort of saying like yeah if you buy a store you need to be sure that you possess the skills that you need to yeah. you know fully upgrade that store right exactly yep okay okay wow uh sounds cool man so so basically, you're actually, uh, you know, having this e-commerce store and you're doing your musician career uh, at the same time. Yeah. Like, is that also a bit like your lifestyle goal? Can you tell me a bit more about that? That This is exactly my lifestyle goal. Um, I, I, list, I look at it in three categories. There's me, the working musician, or, or, or there's me, the independent contractor, put mm -hmm. it that way. So independent contractor, I can be contracted for music. I can be contracted to work a marketing event. I could be contracted to be in a Best Buy commercial. I could be contracted to speak at a school. And then there's me, the um, the the uh, business owner. So that's me running Dream Team Marketing or that's me running um, e-commerce stores. And then the third category is me, the artist, um, as, a, as a musician who creates my own music and like i said before i have two albums and a book of poetry of my own so at the end of the day the independent contractor and the the marketer all of those funds and all of the things i learned from those two things get go back into me the artist because at the end of the day my artistry is what i want to be making the most money and where i want to be kind of pushing everything to go to okay so if i would like ask your where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where What would that be? Um, doing the exact same thing I'm doing now, but bigger. Okay, and is, would you also then focus more on like the music side or? 
Um, I think that's a fluid answer. It kind of depends on 10 years from now where I am uh, with with life in general. Um, Music-wise, you know, I've been physically performing on stages and in front of cameras since I was six years old. Um, So 10 years from now, if I'm still performing, as long as the amount of money I'm making from it is more than I'm making now, um, because I, I don't want to stay stagnant, mm-hmm. then cool, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, as long as e-commerce is, if e-commerce is still even a thing 10 years from now, um, I, uh, as long as I'm making more money from it, I'm happy with it. The same thing goes for doing commercials and such. So um, I'm just all about trying to push forward. So like I said, same thing I'm doing right now, but bigger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, sounds amazing, man. And like all, all these things you're doing, it, it sounds for me that you uh, value your your financial freedom and just the freedom that you can do like whatever you want, whenever you want, that you value that the most out of this lifestyle. Is that true? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I probably should, should do better about spending my money, but yes, in general, <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Okay. So like, like how does it feel that you can do like whatever you want? I mean, I can imagine that a lot of people are pretty jealous of that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you know, the only time that I can't necessarily quote unquote do whatever I want is when I have a show, like a performance. Mm -hmm. Um, our schedule gets set six months to a year in advance. So I, I, um, my performance schedule is pretty much set every year. So I, my physical time is based around that. So any vacations that my girlfriend and I take or family, family, friends time or meetings, all that scheduled around, um, around the shows. But again, as a musician, this is what I want to be doing. I want to be performing. So, um, on weeks that, you know, sometimes we'll have a week off or two weeks off at a time. Yeah. I, I wake up and I'll go to the gym because I want to, or I'll go to a coffee shop and work on e-commerce stuff because I want to. And yeah. if I don't want to, I watch Netflix. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. and like, what was like your biggest splurge? As far as like spending my money or? I mean, you, you told me about being a little bit bad with, with spending money. Like what, what mm-hmm. was the biggest thing that you, that you purchased? Uh, i haven't necessarily purchased anything big i think it's just been you know uh small things over over time and just kind of spending it on you know food or small vacations or you know just enjoying life (laughs) or or uh you know doing what mc hammer did and helped out too many friends too quickly (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay Um, yeah, then and I have I have one more thing which I think personally is very valuable for people listening that are just starting out, because uh, yeah, we at, at the beginning of our conversation we quickly went through like your uh, timeline uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that you started in 2015, um, and then yeah, you had the short breaks, you had some fallbacks. Um, for, for people that start out and they have like a fallback, like you said it yourself, your, your reflect items or uh, something similar, I can mm-hmm. imagine that it can be very difficult to continue working and to start from nothing again. Like, what would you, what would you advise them to stay motivated and to, to keep continuing and to, to keep continuing and don't, you know, st- stagger Like, what's your advice? Yeah, a lot of my 
problems were basically self-inflicted because I was hell bent on doing doing things my way, especially in 2016 and part of 2017. And then <clears throat> the way that I got started in this, I started out wrong. Like I I, I wish I wish I would have learned about dropship lifestyle uh, and and the way that they teach dropshipping. I wish I would have learned that first in 2015 as opposed to learning the eBay way. Cause my, my whole introduction to dropshipping was from eBay, the eBay formula. Um, so I, I started out wrong. And so I had an uphill battle as far as my, as far as the ignorance of the information I had. Um, and then with that ignorant information, I also was like, well, I'm going to do it my way too. And, yeah. <laughs> and just figure out my own way. And, and that led me down a path of kind of self-inflicted problems, ignorant, ignorant, self-inflicted problems. But, um, either way I was, you know, kind of hard headed. So to answer your question, I would say for those who are starting out, you know, uh, make sure that you are taking courses that are teaching you to make real relationships with real suppliers. And if any course is doing that, then they're, they're definitely teaching the right way. And then from there, stick to the formula, um, because the formula does work and, um, don't overspend your budget, um, so that you don't, you know, put yourself in a bad position. Um, so if you, you know, I always tell people if you're starting an e-commerce store and you want to start one quickly, the lowest amount of money you want to have to start is like 500 to $2,000 on hand to, to make sure that your marketing budget's covered for the first month or two, and then you should be okay. Yeah. Okay, great, man. That all sounds really good. And then, and of course, uh, in addition, you said that, yeah, you really want to learn your marketing. So if you're starting out, learn everything about Facebook ads and Google ads that you need to know. And there are also two other key components, which you definitely should not ignore, which are take care of your customer service and take care of your email list, right? Yep, correct. Okay, great. Yeah, man, this, uh, thank you very much for this. This really sounds like a proven, a proven formula for people that start out with e-commerce. So, yeah, I think people that are listening and that want to start out just have to think, have to question themselves. Okay, do, do I want to, you know, do like low ticket e-commerce uh, sales and deal with like all the, the volumes or do I want to do high ticket selling? Um, and yeah, just like you just described. Wow. Yeah, is, there, exactly. is there is there anything that you that you anything more that you would like to add to you? Um, no, not not really. Not that I can think of. Um, you know, just sticking to the formula and and making sure you're, you know, oh, you know, one thing to add. Um, at the beginning of 2018, when I when I relaunched my store and I, and I was doing it correctly, um, uh, my girlfriend she was like, "Hey, dude, be sure to separate your your banking." from uh your bank account so have your personal checking account and then have a company checking account so that you're running stuff um i did not do that okay so (laughs) when when fraud comes through if a fraud thing happens to you um (laughs) be sure to have a separate checking account (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, and it brings us back to the first point that you said about you just start your business right Right. Just be, be sure to have that separate. Yeah. So if you create an LLC, and obviously the best way to do it is to create an LLC. So yeah. create an LLC, make a bank account for that separate, and um, and then everything can run through that. 
Yeah, great. And if, you, and if you if your bank um, allows you to get a credit card um, instead of using a debit card for things, then that's also very helpful too. Yeah, awesome. So not just take care of yourself and like all your skills, but uh, don't forget uh, about the administration, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I think that's a strong ending. Yeah, Theo, thank you very much for this and uh, sharing your story, your advice to people starting out. I think will be very helpful for them. And uh, I think it's especially very interesting to see that you're doing, you know, your very creative career and also doing your business career at the same time. And I, I think yep. that's beautiful, man. Yeah, well, thank you. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you, Tia. This was the yeah. E-Commerce Profits Podcast. Thank you for listening to the E-Commerce Profits Podcast. Make sure to visit the stephengoldman.com for a done-for-you e-commerce subscription system, helping newbies go from nothing to five and six figures within just two months' time. Excited? Visit the stephengoldman.com.